Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, sweet one. Last week, I was reading to you about the fun of being a fat man, a book written by William Johnston of his own personal experience, and he writes this as a positive body image. And today, I'd like to continue on with Chapter 2 of The Advantages of Being Fat. Each word we use is a little crystal of history, a record of the past experience of the race, a summing up of what the centuries have taught. What are the cinnamons of fat? Fertile, productive, lucrative, remunerative, profitable. Nothing there for a fat man to be ashamed of is there. Fat is really an excellent standing in our language. When a printer gets a bit of easy type to set, he calls it a fat take. An actor pleased with his role announces that he has a fat part. The Bible, too, stands right behind the corpulent with its approval. Whether any of the old prophets wanted to make the Israelites behave, they used to promise them fat, the fat of the land, fat harvest. Fat really was a fine word until the misguided apostles of this modern doctrine of reducing succeeded in making it unpopular. If, however, despite historical support, you still believe that fat people can't rejoice because they are fat, just stop to consider in how many ways we fat men put it all over the rest of the world, especially over the poor thin folks. A fat man invariably has a good reputation. Suppose that you were awakened some night by noise in your bedroom. The first terrorizing thought that comes to you is that a burglar has managed to effect an entrance. For a second or two, you shrink under the covers, and then, mustering up all of your courage, you peep out to make sure, and between you and the window, in the dim light, you see a human form. You discover me. Instantly, you were bound to breathe a sigh of relief. You wouldn't care who I was or how I got in or what I was doing there. You would know instinctively I wasn't a burglar. Who ever heard of a fat man being a burglar? There are no fat burglars. Or suppose one in your office has been stealing, on whom would your suspicions most likely descend? Your fat employees or your thin ones? There is only one answer. Or suppose someone in your office has been stealing, on whom would your suspicions most likely descend? 
your fat employees, or your thin ones. There is only one answer. When you finally called in a detective, he automatically would leave all the fat men off his list of suspects. It is a ten-to-one shot that the first person he would begin to shadow would be a thin man with a worried look. Thieves always worry for fear of discovery, and worry makes people thin. So fat men are always safe from suspicion. Ask any surety company or bonding company about it. They will tell you that the safest risk is a fat man. They know. On the other day, a lecturer on character analysis speaking to a business or organization had this to say about fat men. You will never find a fat man in a poorhouse. You will never find a fat man broke. More than that, you will never find a fat man working too hard or discouraged. Fat men always have nice jobs. Make a list of all the fat men that you know. Discover that 100% of them are holding down a nice, comfortable job. Sitting jobs, of course. Places sufficiently remunerative to supply them with the comforts of life. If you do not happen to know any fat men personally, take William H. Taft as an illustrious example. Study his career. He has had a lot of jobs, and being a corpulent person, he has always carefully picked out places where he could do his work sitting down. Little jobs like sitting in the presidential chair and resting on the soft cushions of the Supreme Court bench. The truth is, the nation's fat men are her backbone. Think how often you use the word substantial citizen and picture the mental image it conveys to you. A nice, comfortable, pot-bellied person, fairly well off. You'll never find a fat man a multimillionaire. Too much money brings worry, and fat men dodge worry. On the other hand, you will never find a fat man in poverty. Who ever has heard of a fat beggar? Plenty, neither rich nor poor, is a fat man's motto. Furthermore, every fat man has that which makes life most enjoyable, friendship. The men and the women, too, who are in the 200-pound class always have host of good friends. It becomes proverbial. Everybody likes a fat man. Fat people never have enemies, or if they do, they never know it. Looking on life through rosette glasses, they take it for granted that everyone else does the same. It is to the fat man that people indistinctively turn when they are in trouble when they are looking for sympathy. Fat men have so few troubles of their own that they always have time for other people's troubles. The fat ladies, too, have the most friends. Don't think for a moment because you always hear them talking about trying to reduce and complaining about how hard it is for them to find clothes to fit that these blessed stout 46s aren't enjoying life. They can't help complaining a bit about their figures, for now it is the fashion to be slim, and even a fat lady likes to follow the fashions. But there are few of them who ever do get thin, and remember, they know how to if they really want to. 
life for them is too pleasant as it is they enjoy good food they like to sit down besides a box of candy with a novel at hand that women are always popular who among your wife's women's friends are you always gladdest to see which ones among them do you always call by their pet names the fat ones every time the doties and the tinies from childhood if you stop to think about it you will always have liked fat women best the youngsters who were blessed with a fat mother always had the happiest of childhoods which of your aunts was it that you liked the best fat aunt jenny who was always bringing you candy now wasn't it fat men and women are popular because they are inclined to be liberal liberal in their thought liberal in their opinions liberal with their time and liberal with their money liberal in regard to other people's shortcomings old king solomon had them sized up right 2500 years ago the liberal soul shall be made fat was the way he put it and is just as true now as it was then if you wish to ask a favor inquire your way seek a bit of advice or if you need somebody to tell your troubles to don't you always apply first to the fat man that's part of the fun of being a fat man a lot of people who are down in their luck somehow manage to reach my desk and they keep coming in spite of the fact that there are two things i seldom do find anyone a job or lend anyone money there is much more pleasure for me and much more profit for the applicant in the solution i have worked out when you find a job for a man i have discovered that he seldom keeps it generally in a month or 3 months or 6 months he comes back again to see you and another job has to be found for him the thing i always try to do in such cases is to show the man how to find his own job i talk with him long enough to discover what he likes to do what he can do best and then point out ways by which he might succeed in marketing his talents once a young man learns how to get his own job to sell himself he doesn't need much looking after it's the same way i've discovered with loans borrowed money never lasts long the young fellow who comes in to make a touch invariably comes back to make another or else he crosses the street when he sees you coming both of which proceedings are annoying even to a fat man i have discovered a way of handling such cases if the fellow is really up against it if for instance he has a wife and a baby and if they must have food i come across but i never make it as alone i say to him i'll give you some money but on one condition you don't owe me a cent you are not even to think of yourself as being in my debt this is pass it along money you're going to get on your feet soon and some day you're going to meet someone who needs 10 dollars worse than you do slip them 10 on the same condition that i'm giving you this i have had a lot of fun starting 10 dollar bills of working in this pass along clubs for every once in a while some young fellow comes in to tell me that he is on his feet and that he in turn has passed it along i wouldn't be surprised if even a thin man could get some fun out of this sort of club 
if he was game to start one. Yet, even if I seldom lend money, I get a lot of fun spending it. Like most fat men, I'm too busy accumulating comfort and happiness to bother much about hoarding up money. When I go into a crowded restaurant, the head waiter always hurries to find me a table. He has seen fat customers before, and he knows that his good services will receive liberal recognition. On a rainy night, a taxicab driver will pass by a whole herd of thin men waving frantically at him to get where I am patiently waving under an awning. He knows who'll take the best care of him. And whenever I go into a living room, the hostess is always solicitous that I shall have the most comfortable chair while she lets the thin men shift for themselves. It is mighty seldom that you will see me at the theater that I am not planted in the choice aisle seat. And if my hat blows off on a windy day, do you see me running after it? No, indeed. Somehow there are always obliging bystanders ready to run two blocks to recover a fat man's hat. Look around you and see if it is not true that the best citizens are the fattest ones. You never see a fat citizen with a black eye. He is a peace-loving creature with a sense of humor. The girl who picks out a fat bridegroom may have to stand some twitting from her friends, but if you hunt her up in ten years later, you will find that she has kept her looks. A fat husband, placid, a good-natured liberal, is much easier to live with day in and day out than a thin, nervous, worried husband who plays golf for fear of losing his figure. In travel, in work, in business, in everything, fat men have greater power of endurance than thin men. Fat is a reserve that nature puts by for men to draw on when they need it. But doesn't being so fat interfere with your activity in business is another question that people are always asking me. Listen to the voice of the scientist on that subject. Nature compensates a stout man for his body unwieldingness by giving him a mind that is especially acute and energetic. The consequence is that with his optimism and his mental activity, provided his application be good, the fat man is one of the most potent forces for benevolence that has the world ever possessed. And that's all I'm going to read tonight. I hope that you're enjoying this book. And remember, it is never your outward appearance that matters. It's what you think inside. Learn to be happy with who you are. For in each person, there is a blessing. There is a glowing light that attracts another. Good night. Good night.